Blog Talk Radio. territories, but I want to navigate with the underground. I like being on this ship, this ship of winning, this ship of one game away from Lord Stanley's Cup. Can you believe it? All the talk we've had throughout the year, they needed this, they needed that. Oh, they they should put this guy in, and this guy should be on that line. It's, It's here. It's within grasp. It's it's amazing. It is. They are one win away from being swept by L.A. or Chicago. Ah, come on. Just, Gee, I'm, of little I'm just Oh, come on. I'm just... I can't, know, well, I we can't be it. funny on here anymore? No, no, no. Joke away. I know, I know. Listen, I'm certainly uh, in a jocular mood. So uh, you can... Uh, you know, you know, I thought it was a good joke. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, uh, three games to one. Rangers last night with a big, 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 big three to two victory at Madison Square Garden in overtime. A goal by Martin Saint Louis. So, uh, we, uh, we, uh, I mean, come on, you can't beat this, 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 this. Now, 
in a couple minutes, I'm going to go through, I'm going to be Debbie Downer and tell you what I didn't like about that game and who I didn't like in that game. But the result, it doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't matter what my analysis, my analysis or my analysis is. Because ultimately they won the game, and that's all that really matters. So, I mean, uh, I mean, it was odds in a city, but it always is. So Yeah, uh, there aren't many laughers along the way. No. <laughs> when you're short-handed, what, nine times or eight times they were in that game? Eight times, I believe it was. I mean, sitting through those short-handed things is like, I mean, really. It's like the Tower of Terror. You're stuck up there waiting for it to drop. I mean, it's nerve-wracking city, right? I mean, I'd, those power plays scare me. Well put. Well put. My consumption of junk food goes up during every range of power penalty kill. I reach it for everything. Every second, the chip goes in my mouth. <laughs> now, were you watching the game last night with, with friends? Were you by yourself? I watched it with a couple of compadres of mine. You know, I don't know how you feel. I saw I saw the gang you you, you watched it with the Arizona Arizona crew, and I don't know. I've had I've had a kind of kind of a dilemma. Like the one dude's house I've been watching at, my friend Tom, horrible record with. <laughs> I all year they lost. I went to four playoff games over there. They lost. They lose the, the most heartbreaking ways when I go over there. So I'm done with him. I yeah, made an executive decision. I'm done. You can't go back there. I can't. No. It's just a bad vibe. And he's already asking me, are you coming over tomorrow? And I don't know how to, I don't know what kind of excuse. No. It's no. I'm not coming over there. Your house is bad luck. Bad juju, bad karma. You don't fuck it's with karma in, in the end of May. Now, my other no. friend, where they win the majority of the time, the house is hot as hell. He keeps it on like eight degrees. I'm sweating. It's, you know, and it's confined. You're in a close quarters. It's like you're in a sauna. And you've got to contend with all this stress. And he's yelling, oh, my God, oh, my God, like every five seconds. It's like, shut up. Oh, he's panicky. Oh, very panicky. Micromanaging oh the game. Oh, boy. Now, I love the guy. He's one of my main, my main guys. Of course. He makes me so nervous. I used to be nervous and jerky. Not jerky. I mean, not nervous anymore. I don't know. My father, my father says that. I don't understand that joke. Apparently, he, thinks, he thought it was funny. He's been repeating it for four years. But anyway... <laughs> So now you got this. I got this whole internal debate: who to watch the game with? I can either go with the sauna guy or go with the guy who always loses and it's real comfortable. <clears throat> uh, you got to go where you're winning. <laughs> you, you, uh, I pardon the pun, but you got to go with the hot hand here. I think I might go out, and I may actually go out to a bar and watch this game. 
I, I don't know. I think we're too far along in this series. Watch watch games in bars. You go watch game one in the first round at a bar. Now you've got to have total focus. I, and they've been doing when I, uh, they've been doing well when I stay home as well. Yeah, so I'm thinking about bypassing everybody. Yeah, you go to a bar out there. You're gonna you're gonna have to watch the Mets and they're watching the Yankees and they're watching soccer and they're watching this and they're watching that. Watching their fantasy teams and basketballs. I yeah, can't have it. Can't have it. Too late. Oh, then oh, you probably have your detractors, the Islander, the Islander, the Devil fans there, and they're going to try to root against you. And I can't put up with that shit. Right. Right. I wind up throwing down. Because, you know, I like to fight. I, I know that, yes. <laughs> pulled you out of, we've pulled you out of many a scrub. <laughs> you're at a Seven Eleven once, and you went over the counter with a guy over a hard roll. <laughs> you said there was butter on this. <laughs> this wasn't marked, right? <laughs> they didn't have that day's Newsday. You went flying over the counter with yeah. a guy, stabbed him with a spork. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty at all. Uh. Oh, but no. we were fired up out here last night. Keith McElroy had all over the house. Oh, what was going on? Oh, what a what a what a shindig that Keith and his lovely wife put on, and Justin was there, and Nick was there, and I was there, and the vodka was flowing, the beer was flowing, the food was good, chips, and then we were. Out in the backyard playing playing uh, bean bags in between periods to relieve the stress and oh, was playing some bocce ball. No, no bocce. bocce? Ball. No, what, what are we? Ninety year old Italian? <laughs> bocce balls. No. Bean, you know, you get no bocce in there. No, no bocce. Just drinking and bean bags. Oh, they had to pour me home last night. Oof, really? Oh, I can't believe you're drinking that. You really, yeah, you really hit the soft lately. Oh, like last night I modern was. day, like a modern day Bill Chadwick over here. Oh yeah, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> I got a message from Chadwick today, by the way. I got a tag. Yeah, I bet you did. Yeah, that. We're going to start doing the Bill Chadwick Minute on this show with some of these texts. What was today uh, <clears throat> my early morning text from Bill Chadwick? Uh, Jim, I haven't been this erect since the 1967 playoffs when that dame in Toronto took me back to my room for the night of my life. Bill Chadwick. <laughs> Bill Chadwick's in the Hall of Fame. Don't joke. I'm not joking. He's you a, know what he's famous for? Very virile <coughs> human being. Do you know what Bill Chadwick's famous for? Yes. He um, he invented uh, fuel injection in automobiles. Back, a lot of people don't know that. Back in the 1940s, I think it was, he was, uh, he was on a panel with Henry Ford and uh, Preston, not Preston, yes, Preston Tucker, and helped invent fuel injections for automobiles. You are a very good believe- liar. Did I sound believable with that story? You're a very good liar. Very good. <laughs> I went right into that story. I knew my names. I had my yeah. years. 
You had me host there. If I, were, I wouldn't have known Bill Javik's history. No, he invented hand signals that the referees now use today to, when they decide to and actually see a call. I've got a few hand signals I use for the referees myself. <laughs> yes. That was a well-officiated uh, game, I've by the got, way. I've I, got the guts. I've got the... <laughs> Double-barreled the... middle finger. Yeah. I've got five minutes for go fuck yourself. i got all of it. Yes. <clears throat> now, does it oh, mention anyway. how he just posted Bill Chadwick's Wikipedia page? Does it mention him working? See, this the... See, this isn't valid because it doesn't mention anything about him being one of the inventors of fuel injection. We'll talk about that some other time. Yeah. Oh. So anyway, yes, it was a great night out you here. You can add that night. on. All right, go ahead. Uh, it was a, yeah, good times, good times. Happy to get a win. Good company. Lots of fun. Jim! Jim! And I passed out. Literally passed out. Just collapsed I was my mentally head. exhausted after that game. Oh, I was mentally drunk. Well, I think that's the only way you could really take that game. Jeff. If you were stone cold sober, you were like, you know, you needed like a frontal lobe removed after that stress factor. But here's the, the long and short. Hey. The Rangers are, thank you, <laughs> Bill. Uh, the Rangers are up three games to one. Now, I don't know about you, but I wanted to reach through the TV screen and personally strangle Benoit Pouliot. I mean, how many stupid penalties can this guy take for the Rangers? Everything he did last night was dumb, 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 dumb. And he wasn't the only one. And I don't want to hear about the referees. A lot of these were, majority of them, were legit. Now, the embellishment calls, yes, they should have been called against the Canadians, who went down, looked like they were in the Zapruder film, they went down so hard. I mean, they, they were just flying and diving all over the place. Looks like it was a sniper at MSG taking these guys down. I mean, and then Pouliot takes a penalty in overtime. This guy's driving me bananas. I mean, this guy's got to miss some time. Uh, where it's one, two, three shifts, the message has got to be sent. You can't take stupid penalties. There was a lot of culprits in that last night. Dominic Moore, who we love, or have grown to love in these playoffs, dumb. And... Uh, the Montreal coach there, Rodney Dangerfield, or whatever he is there, he looks like rocking Rodney, rapping Rodney every time I look at that guy. Terrian, or whatever his name is. Theron, what do they call him? The fucking excuse machine. That's what they should call yeah, him. The excuse I, got, machine. I got a few names for him. I mean, uh, the excuse machine. I mean, these guys, yeah, the excuse machine. It's everybody's fault. Then you got uh, P.K. Slewfoot breaking a water bottle over his... How do you break a water bottle, first of all? I don't understand that. Because uh, he got pulled off uh, 15 seconds off a of power play. That's what he is! I whip this out. 
He's an excuse machine. Uh, it's the, the, the dirty play. It's the, uh, you know, it's always something with this guy. How about you win? How about you win? How about you score some goals that don't hit off somebody? What do you have, three legit goals the whole freaking series? Even that Subban goal the other night. Uh, I mean, the power play goal. That went off Gallagher. I don't know why didn't he get the goal to Gallagher. Poor guy's got to smash watermelons for a living. I'm talking about Gallagher. <laughs> Now, is there, their defenseman, is that Gallagher or is that Gallagher 2? Oh, wow. <laughs> Have we ever? Yeah, I, I get that joke. No, I know you, I know you get it, but I, I just, I'm just wondering if anyone ever has ever looked into that. I don't know. But, uh, and I didn't like some play by the Rangers. There's some players on that defense that played awful. Dan Girardi, I don't know what kind of, he played like shit that entire game. He cannot clear the puck. Mark still had an awful period and a half. Canadians played their best game in the series last night, folks, and I'm going to tell you that. The good thing is the Rangers won the game. That's all that counts. And if that's Montreal's best game and we still won, that's fine with me. But I'm still going to point the fingers because I need improvement. We're going to beat Chicago or Los Angeles. We've got to get all our ducks in a row. Dumb penalties got to end. This was a team for the majority of the season, Jim, stayed out of the penalty box. And even in the first two rounds, took, stood out of the penalty box. And they need to be more disciplined. And I know everybody's going to say, I need to rub one game. I'm just looking out for the best interest of the team and the fans. I, lo- I love this team. I'm with this team. You know, I, I don't know why I'm apologizing for criticizing but I'm fantasizing about, uh, what's the word? I'm looking for another Ising word. I'm fantasizing about Stanley Cup Ising. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, oh, suddenly I became like Muhammad Ali or something. Uh, but you gotta, I got to call it like it is. And you know what? Brad Richards made such a great play last night. Keeping that puck in, I mean, that was some, I mean, that was fantastic. I think in the postgame, instead it was Girardi, it was Fred Richards who kept that puck in at the point. And then got it to Kreider, who got it to say, <laughs> if it was a question of who picked, who kept the puck in at the point, it definitely wasn't Dan Girardi. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, Say, no, it's called tough love, and that's what we're here for. That's why it's the blue shirt underground radio, not the... <laughs> Uh, not the uh, ball, the old and bald show with uh, <laughs> the clown. Yeah, Doogie the Clown. That's that's why I get the tough love out here. You don't like it, get the fuck out. Oh. All right, say well. Wow. I'm just gonna tell you. Listen, I mean, this is no thing. You know, I'm not even dog and pony show here. Look at these guys, leaving by the droves. <laughs> I love every one of you, like a, like a brother and sister. But, uh, you, know, I, I, you know, they got outplayed. They got outplayed. That third period, they got outplayed. 
Henrik Lundqvist was fantastic. Yet again. And Martin St. Louis, he showed up. I was in a room with the guy, the guy who owned the sweat box, that sweatshop I was in. Yeah. He said it was the worst trade in Ranger history before the playoffs started. <laughs> Guess you were wrong. Guess you were wrong. <laughs> and I'm about to unleash it. I said I would not speak of this. Uh oh. I said I would not speak of this to my source, but I don't care about sources anymore. Uh oh. I heard why Ryan Callahan went bye bye. I got the scoop, Jim. He was talking about his contract problems in the locker room. Not good. Not good. Not good. When he's talking about all five things in the in the locker room, get out. He got out of line a little bit himself, sounds like. The money, the fishnagel, the escarol went to the Rochester Rockets' head. Uh, see, that's July talk right there. Yeah, that's July. Meanwhile, it, Meanwhile, in Tampa, he's on the beach fishing, and the Rangers are playing hockey. So anyway, the New York Rangers played a hell of a game last night. Just a lot of heart. I mean, they've got some kind of magic that that kind of is only tangible in in, in teams that go all the way. And I think they're going to shut the door tomorrow night. I think it has to be an enormous blow to their psyche that that they lost that game. Because now it, that game they won in overtime is kind of inconsequential. You figured Montreal probably is going to win one out of the two games, and they're still down three games to one. Right. I mean, the pressure is going to be on tomorrow night. I think if the Rangers again can withstand the first four or five minutes, and, and hold them off and stave them off and get the first goal, that's when the things are going to be thick. And I, I, I don't know. How many breakaways are the Rangers going to get? The Rangers have had so many breakaways. How about that shorthanded goal by Haglin? you got to tip your hat to this guy, Haglin. This kid has played an incredible playoff. He has six goals? Uh, I think that was his fifth goal last night. I mean, he's had one a wonderful season for the Rangers. He's done everything. He's such a spark plug. What kind of wonder? And how about uh, Brass God? Derek Brassard? I mean, that was shades of Steve Warmer, what he did last night. Coming in and bless. I mean, how do you guys and girls thought that that, that was definitely going to be safe? It was going to be like shot right into his pads. And it was it. And he blasted it. And they even talked to uh, Scott O'Neill. He said, you know, Broussard wasn't like he, you know, he just let it rip. He knew where he was going to shoot it. I mean, it was, it was an awesome goal. It was almost like a slam dunk in basketball. I mean, that was unbelievable. So, 
Bryce has got to stay out of the box. <clears throat> I have some uh, roster updates for you if you'd like them. These oh, are yeah. Coming in. <clears throat> These are coming in from the news desk as we speak. Uh, I've just been handed this. Uh, Derek Stepan is in Montreal. And according to head coach Elaine Vigneault, if he plays, if he skates in the morning skate tomorrow, that will be the indicator that he is playing tomorrow night. If he does not skate, he will not play. Okay. Uh, JT Miller has not made the trip to Montreal. Uh, an undisclosed inju- injury. I know he, he was uh, in the locker room for quite a while during the game last night. And if Miller cannot go... And Stepan cannot go. Uh, Oscar Lindbergh is with the Rangers in Montreal. Oh, I like that. As is Jasper Faust. I like this. I've been calling for this. They've been kind of juggling JT Miller and Faust a lot. JT Miller again. Stupid penalty. I don't really need the guy that's going to play eight minutes taking some stupid-ass offensive zone penalty. Get out. I have, I've, had, I've had him on a long leash, so I like the kid. But you've got to play smart. And Fosk, you know, it's not going to hurt you, but I don't think he'll give him that spark. I think Lindbergh might be able. You know, there's always like a guy that comes in, Unknown quantity, may get a chip in a nice goal here and there. Lindbergh's a good two-way player, at least, you know, at the levels he's played at. How about these face-off stats? Brian Boyle, 76% they were talking about last night? Oh, he was out of his, he was out of his simple mind last night. The whole team was. How, yeah, is it a coincidence that they were so good on faceoffs without Stepan in the lineup? I don't think that's any coincidence, my friend. Yeah, I give Steps a little break. Yeah, I mean, listen, he's been terrible on faceoffs all year, and all year, all career. Yeah, no, yeah, he's never gotten better. It's he's not good at it. But they're not going against Crosby and Giroux, and you know. Those guys are out of this world on face-offs, especially Drew. It's because he escapes in the face-off circle every time. So, Derek Broussard was that, 75% last night on face-offs. Uh, Dominic Moore was 76% last night on face-offs. Uh, Boyle was 45% last night on face-offs. Uh, Zuccarello won the one face-off he took. This, am I looking at last night? Yes, I am looking at last night's stats. Wow, there's no doubt about it. Brian Boyle is a, a really good playoff performer. Again, it's the other 80 games in the regular season I have to deal with him. Yeah, it's those pesky regular season games that they have to play that kind of get you a little annoyed at him. All right, but, but uh, they're going to worry about it. It is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Gonna win tomorrow night. Gonna finish this up. Got that right. <laughs> and then take four or five days figuring out how the hell they're gonna keep up with these with these Western Conference teams. 
Don't worry. All the pressure's on them. Everybody's all, the ranges are too weak. The ranges is, let them, uh, let, let them worry about us. We're the unknown quantity. We got Henry. It's locked in. Can't I have a, <clears throat> I'd like to ask you a hypothetical question. I was thinking about this the other day, and I forgot to ask you the other night, but now that we're, we're getting closer, I, I will ask this question. Should the Rangers find a way to win the Stanley Cup this season, does it erase the, the, the mistakes that Glenn Sather has made? Does he clean slate it? Yes. have to kind of agree with you. Because you know what? When when we look at Neil Smith's mistakes, what's the what, what do we say? He won us a cup, right? Right. I don't care what else he did. He won us a cup. It okay. erases. And and I say this, and, that, and that's certainly a great point. But since this franchise really doesn't have a winning history, you know we win you know, every 50 years. So 20 years is actually like he's ahead of schedule. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, like, you know, his tenure, 10 years or whatever it is, 14 years. What is it, 14 years? You have 2,000? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. No, you win a cup. That's it. You win a cup in New York with the New York Rangers. I, 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 it's again. All is forgiven is what you're saying. All is forgiven. You're a winner. Okay. Okay. And it's not like a team on like Neil Smith's team built for one year. I have a lot of they have a lot of talent for next season. You know? So if they were to win the Steve Commit 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 Commit, commit what's his name? Commito? Whatever his name is. He should be committed. Commito. <laughs> You're going to have to just lay off. I mean, I was at that Fire Glenn Sather rally. He took it but over. But if he won the Stanley Cup, you're a winner, my friend. I'll the kiss the ring. Kiss the, the ring. Fight. I mean, I, I, my personal feeling is, and I think the guy's out of touch, but I think he's hired the right people, and that's part of being a GM. So there he's a success. Just keep him out of the draft and keep him out of everything else. <laughs> just, just don't let him run the team and everything's fine. That's basically exactly. what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Let him go up there, chop his cigar, be a tough, hard negotiator with UFAs, make guys make good trades. This year he finally hit the jackpot by adding some players that have contributed. Dominic Moore, great signing. Benoit Pouliot, fantastic signing despite the offensive zone penalties up the yin yang. Dan Carcillo, good good trade, whatever that, that minor trade. I mean, these are little deals, which we have been saying for years, that are what makes you a team. He hired the right coach. He didn't hire Mark Messier. 
He hired a coach that runs four lines, like every team we lost to in the previous years. He's got everything. He's hired the right people. Now just let it work out. And I got I, I, I the last question. They were in the semis two years ago. They, they got to they got knocked out in the second round last year. This year they may go to the finals. You really get I mean for the four year plan. I mean three you know four years three years that's not bad. That's not bad at all. Oh. Oh, this this fourth year and a fourteen year rebuilding plan has worked out very well. Oh yeah. Well you know. <laughs> Uh, he's certainly been better without the open checkbook. The salary cap has certainly made him had it forced him to make to hire people who knew about the cap and knew about scouting and rebuilding and the whole thing. So you can thank the cap in more ways than one, especially the buyouts of Chris Drury and. But now I was going to get back to Brad Rich. Brad Richards can suck the whole game. He comes up with big goals and big plays, but, you know, for most of the game, he's terrible. I don't know what he's doing. But, hey, he does what he does, and from what I hear, he's the leader in that locker room. That's what they're telling me. He's the Sure boy. seems like it. So, listen, I can be annoyed with him all I want. The guy's producing big spots, and that's all we've ever wanted. Now, the shrinking violet, Rick Nash, he's doing it everywhere else except on the score sheet. He's laying out. He's making poke checks. I don't know. Now, Coast is saying, that, and the thing is, the, the, the Nash trades a wash. I don't know. I mean, Nash is struggling, but Broussard is so good, and it's been such a I – mean, what are you going to say? I mean, Gabrick went on to Los Angeles. So basically, it's Doobie and Artie and Tim Erickson for Dorset, Nash, and Broussard. And Dorset's certainly been good in these playoffs. You know? I, 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 I think the trade's more than a wash. I mean, Doobie's playing better over there, and Artie was a 20-goal scorer. But where are they? John Moore, I forgot that. That's right. And John Moore's been solid ever since he's <laughs> ever since he came in for Rafael Diaz. So, yes, I forgot John Moore. I'm sorry. I was sorry. I had a little brain fart on the air. Lord Almighty, I'm doing a live broadcast here with no commercials. I got to be perfect for you people. No commercials and no support staff. Yeah, there's nobody with a screen here. Right. We're yeah, this we, shit. You know, we're not wearing earpieces. We don't have guys out in a truck feeding us info like Sam and JD or Sam and Joe or Sam and JD. Uh, Dave Baloney and... Dave Baloney. Just enjoying the music right now. Of course. So, uh... I mean, you're going to try to tell me the Rangers got... It's a wash? I think the Rangers got a better deal out of that. And Gabrick wasn't doing much over there. He was struggling, and then he got hurt, which is his M.O. 
So uh, Rangers123 is asking, L.A. or Chicago? Chicago. I like L.A. I thought they matched up against L.A. Chicago they beat, but Chicago kind of woke up against them in the third period and then just turned it on. And I don't know. I think L.A., although I just thought it was Taves and Kane. And I know L.A.'s got Kopitar and Gabby and, you know, Dustin Brown, downtown Dustin Brown, and they got Quick. I think Quick's – I don't know. I, I like L.A.'s – I don't like going up against Seabrook and Keith. Uh, in Chicago, I take my chances with Dowdy and Slava Voinov. I don't know. <laughs> and I think Crawford, Crawford is the lesser of the goalies, I think. Even though Crawford's been good, but I, I think he's less talented than Quick. So I don't know. I'll worry about that when I get there. I, it's all gravy for me at this point. When they win that last game, it will be all gravy. Nobody's going to be able to talk shit. And I know everybody says, Eddie, what are you worried about other people? Because I have to, I, I'm, I'm constantly, I'm, I'm a confrontationalist. I always, it seeks out me, confrontation with these idiot fans from other teams. I'm just like, who went to the Stanley Cup? Where were you? I don't have to, you bought a team, this bullshit that they always try to throw up. I know, because I am. Look, I'm a fucking celebrity here, folks. I got to go out there in the public and Indeed. deal with this. Me and Jim both, we're the face of the Ranger fan base. That's right. <clears throat> I'm okay, but, uh, you know. Oh, I think you're absolutely right. And I'm proud of this team. I'm proud of the fans. But we've had to get... You know, we stuck in there for the most part. A lot of us didn't watch that Friday night game game uh, after game four. I think it was Friday night. A lot of us thought that was it. And, uh, but we're back, and listen, the Rangers proved us wrong, and I'm, hey, they may win the Stanley Cup and prove us wrong for, uh, yeah, I know, but that was like an 80, an 82, Carter. Marcel Dion was still on the team. It's not really relevant now. Yeah, so. That's why they, they, those two series they won against L.A. were three-game series. That's why you still played two out of three. It was the pre- pre- right. preliminary rounds. Yeah, you could really steal a series back then. That was just, like, ridiculous. Yeah. I think, the, I think it, in that first one, I think uh, L.A. was, like, number one, like, in the West, too. Or something like that. I don't know. They were high up there. Oh. Imagine playing a three-game series. That's so ridiculous. What does that sell? Especially with this game, with the pucks just bouncing off. You get lucky goals. And, yes, what excuses are coming out of the, the Canadians' camp since this loss? What happened? Anything? No, I haven't heard anything new. Anybody hear anything? Any new excuse from that excuse machine? No? Was there no... Uh, uh, you know, I knew they were in trouble when they went to the the, uh, the short bench Montreal. That never works. We learned that the hard way. 
Yeah, indeed. And what a P- yeah. You sound really bored with this broadcast, Jim. I gotta tell you, you should be excited. No, I, I'm not bored at all. I'm just, again, I'm Steve. Let me tell you. <laughs> I'm trying really to remain bored. calm. I don't want to get too excited. I don't want to get all pumped up about a three-one lead because we just took it to a team that had a three-one lead. So I'm trying not to crow. I'm trying not to get all excited. Oh yeah, well yeah. Don't get excited over a, a three-two win in overtime and. And, and, and the conference. Tomorrow night, I'll come right on the air as soon as the game's over, and I'll go absolutely out of my fucking mind. Yeah, you still got a hangover. I think that's what's it. No, nope, not at all. Up. Not hungover at all. Been fine. Got up fresh as a daisy today. Took the fam to see Godzilla. What'd you think of it? <laughs> oh, I loved it. Good old fashioned. I liked it too. Good shit. I liked it. My wife liked it. My husband liked it. <laughs> Joe Petroni liked it. Sue Papagallo liked it. He doesn't, he doesn't like anything. Godzilla movies. He doesn't like anything. He's That's watching the Godzilla baseball. cartoons. He's watching Godzuki. Godzuki. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not, it's not that I'm not excited. I'm just trying to, you know, I'm trying to keep it in. Try not to get to. I, I know mean, how a three-one league could disappear. I, I uh, it's the Rangers. I keep thinking, what if they lose tomorrow night on. and all the pressures on them for Game Six, or else they got to go to Montreal and win a Game Seven. It's all. It's, 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 I, I I'm sorry. I, you know, I'm optimistic but realistic. Still, the Rangers. I mean, that sounds very cynical. Uh, well, I don't know where you get that from. I've never ever exhibited that trait. <clears throat> Yeah, even the Loon Ranger likes Godzilla. Yeah, and like Mario said, you, yeah, you felt good about Godzilla, but you don't feel good about three gate, three to one lead in the Eastern Conference Finals. They are sealing the deal tomorrow. Bank it, bank, 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 bank. <clears throat> okay, I, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Ask how, ask people how excited I was last night when they won. I'm very How excited. Very excited. Did you jump up and down? Was he high-fiving? Yelling, screaming, going nuts, drinking. Is his snot coming out of your nose? Are you really that happy? <laughs> joy. I, I guess I've never been happy because I don't think I've ever been so happy that snot came out of my nose. Well, you cry and you can't get a hold of your emotions. I was high-fiving. I was low-fiving. I mean, uh, what a game. What a story this Artan Saint-Louis <laughs> was. Uh, what a story, huh? Yeah, no and doubt. Several opportunities during this series in that same spot. Oh. Apparently Probably he practices that shot. Really? That's, I heard that somewhere. He practices that shot every day. He's very good at it. So everybody's excited except you. All of a sudden, you're playing with the reserve. <laughs> I am very excited. I'm trying to, uh, like I said, I'm just trying to keep calm. All right. 
Don't look now. But there's one man too many in this room, and I think it's you. <laughs> well, you win the white carnation. <laughs> it's all right. That, that's in every contract. That's, that's what they call a sanity clause. <laughs> you can't fool me. There ain't no sanity clause. Well, you win the white carnation. <laughs> that's great. That's right. That's right, Color. John Moore was in that trade. You win the white carnation. <laughs> you win the white carnation. Carnation. You want to play Sam Rosen soundbite? You miss his voice? <laughs> wow. Mm. Slime and Samuel. Mm? What do we got of Sam? Anything good? <laughs> They're all good. <laughs> <laughs> I like this one. Wow, this one. Uh, yeah, this one. Oh, wait, this is the horrible. Th- I love these. He's skating off with a little bit of a hitch in his giddy up. <laughs> a little bit of a hitch in his giddy up. And a deflection and score! There he is. Score! With the pretzels in his And mouth. a deflection and score! Score! <coughs> Ooh, he scores. What is that one? I'm sorry, I didn't play that one. Uh, the, uh, which one? <laughs> the one you got. Oh, that's this one. Belsky across to Wingle. In front of the end Oh, he scores! That's my favorite. Oh, he scores. And he scores. You want to talk to uh, Costa? We got Costa and Cutter on hold. How about we bring the two of them on at the same time? We'll just we'll just hang up. We'll let them. (laughs) Yeah. Now it's time for the Coast C and C show. Wow. All right, let's see, let's see what's going on with this lunatic. Costa, what's going on? Uh, pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, All right. Uh, let's see. He's, he's been watching the games again, by the way, Jeff. Oh, you lifted the boycott, huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're winning now. Now they're winning. No, no, no. I'm not you're, over now. Here now. You're, you're, you're over here now. You're over here now. As far as the Cali trade, I the, the, all, all I'll say is this. We had to trade him. Because he wasn't going to... I'm over here to, now. Yeah, exactly. His contract demands were ridiculous, so we had to trade him. Who's going to pay him $7 million? Who? Ask, ask those Cali fans, would you pay $7 million for him? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know where he's going to wind up. I know where he's going to wind up. Everybody knows where he can wind up. He can go yeah, die at Buffalo. Let him go Buffalo. Fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> oh, my gosh, no. <laughs> Let him get his $8 million. Let him get the captaincy of Buffalo, and he can lose there. There you go. 
Have a, have, have a nice life, Ryan. <laughs> have a nice life. Go yeah, eat your chicken bomb. Yeah, exactly. No more chicken bomb. And Eddie, you, me, Miller, tomorrow night. There, 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 there's the answer, right there. You can't decide between the two. You and me, Miller, tomorrow night. We'll have a party. Eddie? <laughs> Eddie's gone. Oh, wait, he's back. There he is. Eddie! Yeah, I was going to say, uh, Jim's bar- you barred me from going to bars. <laughs> so I can't go with him. Uh, We're going to go place. to Miller's. Now Coast is gone. What the hell happened here? Oh my gosh, no. Oh my gosh. Any head hit. What do you think about Brandon Prust only getting two games for that disgusting thing? Well, what'd you think? What'd you think uh, Stefan Quintal was going to give him? Come on, his heart's in Montreal. That's right. You're never going to get a fair shake. Come on, it's a, it's it, it's a sham. It's disgusting. The com- the commandant got pissed. What the hell does that mean? I think it's his mom. Oh, jeez. <laughs> He started with the expletives. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck him, fuck him. He put the lid on that. His mom just gave him a match penalty. Really? Come on, two games for that? He broke a guy's jaw. (laughs) Two games? Only the NHL. God. What's going on? Read his last... His last post in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just unrepeatable. It's just insanity. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's not talking about his dancing. But anyway... You think what? I don't think he's talking about their parents. His parents, right? He's not talking uh, about Mr. and Mrs. The Crazy Greek? No. <laughs> oh. They're, they're cool peeps from one night. But come on. Two games? A bunch of garbage. Thank you. Exactly, Paulie. Is that controversial show still on the air? Oh. I think they're on... Uh... I think they're on XM now. <laughs> it's very controversial. Oh, yeah. Now, see, I don't believe the league hates the Rangers. You keep going on with this, but they keep going farther in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, I don't see the conspiracy. Winning. You have to understand, the NHL is officiated by... I mean, this, I haven't seen this 
this is the kind of ineptness you see in government. This is how bad these guys are. This crew is... With this specific player, if he doesn't get 10 games or more, it's a disgrace in the face of the NHL. You know what? Paulie's right. A, a disgrace. It's quite a disgrace. <laughs> it's a disgrace. Ah, <laughs> oh, God. Everybody's like, what? Yep. Huh. Now, and Paulie's always right. He said that Davinsky would be the next Cam Neely. <laughs> said it on this show. Yep. On this program. I'm trying to think of some other guy named Neely, but I can't think of it. <laughs> I, yeah, he's not even the... He's not even Cam Connor. No. Yeah, I'll go with the first thing. <laughs> oh, he's having one of his... It he's is got one TV of his. He's got TV over there, guys. You're going to have to excuse him tonight. I mean... And this particular crew, and I don't know if they worked last night, the one that worked the Prust game, has, been, has had several incidents already coming into this series. He's not even Bob Neely. Ah, oh, Mr. French, man. He really knows it's hockey. This is puck. So, uh, every, every, listen, Rangers are we're poised. And we're in uncharted waters, and I love it, and I'm excited, and I'm going to just ride it. Do you want to talk to Cutter? Uh, do you want to talk to Cutter? Sure. Hello, What's Cutter. going on, Cutter? Cutsy? Hey, guys, how are you? Jeff Cutsopolis. Doing good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. You know, Rangers are up 3-1. I'd be a little excited. Oh, I am. Yeah, you got to be a little excited. I mean, how excited would you be if your Maple Leafs were one game away from the Stanley Cup? This is the oh, fan portion of our show, by the way. Oh, God, yeah. Toronto. Toronto would just have a – we would have like 4 million people just in the streets. Well, that's, that's probably how it would go. That's a lot of you think the Rangers, uh, what's uh, surprised you about the Rangers in this uh, series? What's a, well, what surprises me is that they're not, that, uh, sorry, uh, they're surprising me because in this series, um, they're just they're just surprising that they're not actually taking a lot of cheap shots at the Montreal players. Oh, uh, yeah, that they haven't been re- they haven't been cheap shot. They take a lot of bad penalties, but Montreal well, has certainly taken liberties with the the Subban, especially being a guy who went around, you know, hacking people away, hacking Nash into the end of game three. Um, what's yeah. the what's the feeling? You, I mean, you live in Canada. What's the feeling in Canada about this? Well. A lot. Well, TSN and Sportsnet are pretty much um, worried, obviously, because 
you know, it's Canada's game, and we only have had one team. We only had one team in the playoffs to start off with. I mean, they have to they have to focus on Montreal. But unfortunately, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes, and this could be the last one. I mean, I mean, personal, personally, I I don't. Personally, I wouldn't care about Montreal. I mean, as a Leafs fan, you know, um, the sports Bible says, don't love your enemies. And, of course, why would you love your enemies? Well, some some brave and some very philosophical words there from you. I and like there's that. A, I have some other philosophical stuff. Um, because Martin St. Louis is pretty much doing well with, like, the ghost of his mother, yet Montreal is not going to get the ghosts of the form to help them out. Not even them. Not even the ghosts can help them out. Well, I agree with you. And the Bell Center, which has been a place the Rangers have struggled in, they've won two games there. So I think yeah. they're going to do well, and I think they're going to close it out tomorrow. What's your feeling? You're you're our you're our uh, reporter from Canada. My my feeling is that I have a bad feeling Montreal's going to win Game Five, but there might be Blow a positive. But there might be a positive. Blow them up. Blow them up. Blow them up. I have a feeling that the Canadians are going to win. Renee Bork, Bork, Bork. <laughs> what is this clown coming on our show? I actually give him some kind of validity. I say he's our reporter in Canada. I give right. him some pro- I give him some some upward mobility in his his life. Finally, he becomes a reporter for Blue Jays. He tells me he's a Give him this big break. And the first thing he says is, "I think they're I think they're going to lose tomorrow." How dare no. you? I'll tell you what's going to happen. Tomorrow night, after the Rangers close it out, you're going to hear this. You're going to hear it. Me, Jim's going to be saying that. Coast is going to be laughing. Like, well, how would Coast be laughing about it? <laughs> hey, Eddie, tomorrow, tomorrow night, me, 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 me and you will go to Miller's. We'll go over to Miller's, we'll get the slobs and wait on us. We'll mod you, we'll watch the game. Me and you, it's on me. I got that Verizon money. I got the last check. <laughs> I, uh, I stole a couple of phones on my way out the door and sold them on Craigslist. No, that's how we're all going to be. I'm guaranteeing this bullshit. Tomorrow, by the uh, way, is the uh, 20th anniversary of uh, something. The game, uh, either Game 6 or Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals against the Devils. Oh, if I got to hear one more time this week about Messier's guarantee, 
Oh, all yeah, the fans, all oh, the fans that just posted it over and over again on Facebook. Enough. I was there. I know the story. I could tell it by heart. I could tell it backwards. I you know, know I just wanted to win the cup so we don't have to talk about that old cup anymore. <laughs> yeah. I know all about it. I know how what he said to the media. I know how he was riding to the to the rink with Brian Leach the following morning, and Leach had the post in his lap and said, "Well, I guess we better win the game now." I know the whole story front and back. It's twenty years ago. I know. You know that gonna die as long as this guy's name messing Gretz in a chat room. <laughs> I ain't gonna die. I just want some new stories to tell. I want to see some new. Programming on MSG. What are they showing tonight? A Bronx Tale or something? Like, give it a break. What is they doing over there? I mean, Bronx Tale's a good movie. But... Marty St. Louis Beginnings. <laughs> Got to go back to 1958. Yeah, I don't know. Bun Cook Beginnings. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing over there. I don't know. It's a whole mess. It's not, a, it's not a cheap shot. Listen, you know I love and respect you like none other. Maybe besides Jim. Oh, come on. We love you. Joe's part of the IT department here at Blue Shirt. Him and uh, yeah, the Tickles. And, Meg, <laughs> and the Tickles. That mega site still. It's the IT department. Be, it's so good. It's, it's taking a little bit longer than we expected. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> That's right. If we didn't like it, we would certainly have not taken that call. And I've made you part of the team of Blue Shirt Underground Canadian. You were Blue Shirt Underground Canadian version. And what happened? You picked the other team. He's at the Canada desk. In Kitchener, Ontario. Right. The home of the Kitchener Rangers. By the way, apparently what uh, the, the, the new design for the Mega website... Uh, the Tickles and Joe are having a little, a uh, little problem getting all the CGI work completed in, on time. It's gonna be holograms and everything. Me and you. Yes. You can speak to us anytime. <laughs> you show up in hologram form. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be like Jarvis and Iron Man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't worry. Tomorrow night. It's all coming to an end. <coughs> all right. Uh, Time's so the game tomorrow. Five o'clock. Eight o'clock. Uh, Western Eastern time. Yes, eight, eight o'clock. Uh, these eight o'clock starts are not a good. The make it like going. Well, for me, yeah, you know, my eyes start closing around ten. Gotcha. And then after watching this, it's like uh, you know, I just get very, I get so stressed out. I. I I'm so exhausted, mentally exhausted. So, I don't know. Whatever. They're going to win tomorrow night and close this <laughs> out. It's going to be a blowout. Think so? L.A. just scored again. 2 nothing. Wow. So, I think the Rangers will win. Listen, when, there's just so many factors, Jim. I mean, you look at it. They get an injury to Stepan, which, you know, on paper is their number one center. 
And, you know, we make fun of that he's really not been that great in the playoffs. And he hasn't, and he's terrible on faceless. But he's still an integral part of the team. And they keep plugging in guys. Guys return, and they score. The, it's the makings of a team that's not making any excuses for themselves. That they're coming to play despite the controversy, despite the thing. When they went into that overtime last night, Martin St. Louis said, they asked them, what, was, what, were, what, were, what were the players saying in the locker room? And they were all saying, it's our turn. It's our turn. And that, to me, shows me that this team is determined. And that, rather than giving excuses like George Michael's excuse machine over there, Terrian, they're, uh, they, they're facing the adversity and they're overcoming it. That's the team that wins. And I think the New York Rangers are going to win. And I think tomorrow night they've got Montreal. If they can get a couple goals on Montreal, it's over. Montreal, I think there's a lot of players. I hate to mention the players that are struggling on them, but Thomas Vanek has been a complete zero in this series. Subban, that was his first point in this series. Uh, Placanic. Uh, some of these guys that they've relied on all year have not been good. And you're just no, going to get really. so many goals out of these ridiculous defensemen like Francois Bouillon and, you know, whatever other guy they throw in there. The Rangers are shutting them down again. And uh, I think this team uh, is not – oh, it wouldn't show you on paper the Rangers taking so many penalties, but I really think this team, the Canadian team, is has some brain farts, and it's led to a lot of breakaway goals by the Rangers. And uh, I think they're making excuses, and they're pointing a the finger. And you got a defenseman, they start a defenseman who's not happy with the coach because he's pulled. These are things that it just doesn't show the cohesiveness that a team that's going to go to the Stanley Cup has. And uh, that's what I think. They're surprising us every night. I figure Brassard be rusty. No, he didn't miss a beat. I'd like to see Zuccarello play a little bit better. That's all involved. I don't know, but he still brings it every night. I mean, you know, that's the that's a good thing about the Rangers. The majority of the players uh, are bringing it every night. They play their yes. hearts out. The forward, the forwards especially play their hearts. out. I'm not saying they all don't play their hearts out, but Girardi looks like when he gets the puck, it's like a hand grenade. He's just getting rid of it. Like he doesn't want to have anything to do with it. But <laughs> hey. Next game, he'll look like a world beater. So, you know, listen. I think an unsung hero, Kevin Klein, had a hell of a game last night. I mean, Klein was rushing the puck. He was joining the play. Uh, I was very impressed by his game last night. And Strawman has been so steady. Uh, Stoll, like I said, had, had been pretty good. He had a little rough period and a half there. McDonough has been super, super solid. Uh, I don't worry when Klein and Moore are out there. They seem like they got it together. They're rolling four lines. Everybody seems to be chipping in. That fourth line is putting on the pressure. Sometimes it looks like their best line. So it's all good in my neighborhood. I'm feeling confident, but cautiously optimistic. All right. Wow. That's your hey, look, problem. You know, this team gets a five-goal lead, and I'm still worried. 
I know, but all right, I'm not. I'm not going to contradict you for the the fear it may come back to haunt me. So I will not say anything <laughs> on the record. So uh, you know. Oh, I like this. Madison Gretz has a good nickname, Optimus Klein. <laughs> I just call him Phoebe. Phoebe or Fistful Wanda. But yeah. I like Optimus Klein has looked better. So that's the scoop, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> New York Rangers right. are one game away, and, and, and hopefully next time we talk to you, that we're in the Stanley Cup. That sounds really weird. I know, right? Wow. That sounds really weird. But if we are, it'll be joyous. And uh, we can tell everybody, uh, I don't know, we can have bragging rights for once. And we'll get, there will be a ceremony, right? I think we get some kind of prize for winning this thing, right? Like a trophy? Get the Prince of Wales trophy, don't they? I think so. I don't know what these new divisions. Do we get the Glen Metropolitan trophy? (laughs) (laughs) The Metropolitan (laughs) Division trophy? I I don't know. No, in this league. Eight people will get that joke. (laughs) Eight people get that joke. The Glen Metropolitan joke. I get it. Yeah. I know. And now you get the Prince of Persia trophy or something. Who accepts it? Henrik. That's who I think should say. But when you go with is the guy who's been there, well, the Prince of Wales isn't that the one you don't is that the you don't touch that one when you win it you leave that on yeah, the, the table. Yeah, the Rangers did not touch it in the year they won. Yeah, I think you leave that one on the table. But I would assume that either Henrik or Brad Richards will skate in its general vicinity. Hey, it might be an opportunity for Bettman to get booed tomorrow night too in Montreal. Does he present <laughs> the? Does he present the Prince of Wales? I don't even I don't remember. I think he goes up for that one, I don't think. No, he's, he's too big for the, the Prince of Wales. To, the I think one was going to grab that trophy. Sales trophy. <laughs> the Snoopy Sales Trophy. I think Plunk was just going to tackle it. Just be like, I deserve this. You really love me. <laughs> I spent nine years or whatever this hellish organization served this. You see the pictures of Sather at the game the other night at the Bell Center, sitting up in the in the suite with his big cigar and he had his feet up. You see that picture? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, he's got like his feet up on the ledge in a press box. Not a camera in the world. Wow, he's got the most secure job in the world. <laughs> Pretty much. Only the Pope apparently, is more secure. Apparently, Bill Daly from uh, I love <laughs> from the Bob and I drew Jeannie. He, uh, he has got the a pilot it. from Bob Newhart. Yes. There's another joke six people get. Yeah. Well, my uh, friend, uh, I bid you adieu, and I bid you classic and true Blue Ranger fans, I love you all. And uh, hopefully we'll win this thing, and we'll be talking about the Stanley Cup. Oh, oh boy. What a show. What, <laughs> what a, a show. show. All right, we'll see you Tuesday night. Good night, everybody. Good night.